That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it is Black Friday. I hope you guys got some great deals and enjoyed a great Thanksgiving for your families, um, because the only thing left over is that ass-whooping that America's team just put on those disgusting jets. It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> It's time for TSS Fantasy. Fantasy. You know, the great thing about being a football player is you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. Not taking a shower is something Chris loves to do. No, just kidding. Listen, I got the I got my crew. They're on like vacation that night or something. I don't know what's going on, but luckily with the Thanksgiving holiday, I called up my good friends to come join me. My boys from Patriot Sports Radio. Of course, you know Eric from our Sunday morning homegrown props. You can't can't get no better than the homegrown props. Welcome in, Eric. Appreciate you coming in tonight. Thanks. Yeah, happy to do it. This is awesome. I love the uh, love the Christmas backdrop. We got it all going. It's holiday time in here. Yeah, I mean, I worked really hard on third. I think it was thir- whatever day that was, the day before that Wednesday, whatever the hell. I got all the back done. I got the front done. Wifey can't say nothing to me today. It was oh, I'm sorry. Even Thanksgiving, that was nothing to say to me. Um, Chris, welcome <laughs> into the studio. Been a long time since you've been back in. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Thanks for having us, Jay. Hey, let me tell you something. I got a private video tour of his backyard a couple days ago. It's phenomenal. That the dude puts in work. The pool looks amazing. Got to get out there to Florida sometime. Much different than Wisconsin. Absolutely. It's a different, it's actually chilly tonight, believe it or not. So it's kind of cool to be out here. It doesn't have that, of, of course, winter feel that I'm sure you're getting. But We're at 17 right now. Wow. I Yeah, I probably wouldn't even be outside. So that would be the difference there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, fellas, I appreciate you so much for joining us. Miss having you in. This is Thanksgiving time, so it's great to see your friends and family that you don't get to see every, every now and again. So this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to come in tonight. Um, let's get some of these leftovers started. Let's pay the bills first. Go to TSSFantasy.com. Look at all our latest and greatest rankings, at least for the rest of the Sunday slate. Um, and get that lineup set. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo kit, promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Can't beat that. Lots of great um, parlays and stuff to play on the weekend, so make sure you go check that out. Also, Jazz Sportsbooks, lots of great uh, promos in there. Use the promo code TSS. And we're getting close to the end, guys. So, basically, you're looking for some championship bling for that upcoming fantasy champion. Look no further. Than pro am belts. All right. Well, we got a paid medical professional in the house. I got David on deck. He's in watching. Chris from PSR is in the house. Or sorry, Chris from PSR. Chris Fox is also in the house tonight. I was I was hoping I'd see him backstage. I don't see him tonight. Maybe he'll make it on later. Let's get the medical professional in because I can't afford those bills. Let's get him in. Did it go? Look, his intro is not even. <laughs> The medical professional is in the house. Brian Scott from the Injured List podcast. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Well, it's great to be here, gentlemen. I am on location once again from beautiful Fort Myers, Florida at the Hyatt Regency hosting a huge women's basketball tournament featuring number five ranked overall. Iowa and the number one country, uh, number one player in the country for the women's side, Caitlin Clark. So maybe I'll get an autograph or a photo or two for you female women's basketball fans out there. But in the meantime, 
let's get to some injuries, shall we? Yeah, I'm sure the um, my um, the audience base that <laughs> watches the show is really excited about that, Brian. But go right ahead. <laughs> Sure, they're about as excited Caitlin as my Clark family is. Caitlin Clark is phenomenal. She is, <laughs> is phenomenal. good at basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. At least somebody knows. Uh, <laughs> 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 but um, now, in, I know the games are America's team had to play without Devon Shane. And fear not, Jane, I, I think he'll be next week. I think this was a smart move on the Dolphins, not rushing him back out there after he aggravated his knee. So I expect him to be somewhat limited at the beginning of next week, but with the extra day's rest, he should be good to go next week. I think we'll see him make a second return from that knee injuries. Fear not. Um, I do want to touch Mark Andrews' situation, uh, even though it you know passed last week, but uh, tough injury for him. There are some reports saying that there's a chance he could get back into action if the uh, Ravens go deep into the playoffs, and by that, I think it would have to be an actual Super Bowl appearance because I don't see any other way he's going to be able to bounce back from this. He had a pretty significant ligament injury with a small fracture of the fibula. The only way to fix that requires sometimes a plate and screws on the fibula and then hardware to also fixate the lig- ligament that was injured and the return for the season out. So, for him. Michael Thomas popped up on some questions for me earlier in the week, and um, he was dealing with a week 10 injury against the Vikings um, when he was supposedly held out for precautionary reasons, and then they had a bye last week and then was supposed to make uh, make a return this week. But the Saints um, made some moves on their roster, and I'm not sure where we are today with that, but they had brought in one of the players on the practice facility, uh, Marquez Callaway, so it sounds like they might be making a roster move, which could spell trouble for Michael Thomas. It could mean a lengthy absence, possible IR trip, not taking that off the table. So pay attention to what Mike, Michael Thomas has done this week. If he made his return or not, um, he might not be suiting up. Um, with regards to Cooper Cup, um, you know, he had an injury to this ankle while blocking downfield near the the goal line last weekend. Um, it's unclear if it's the same ankle that basically ended his 2022 season and required him to go on IR. And then he had offseason spree on. So that's because I back so quickly, if that's the case. But then today they were saying that there's a good chance he's actually going to suit up and play and be ready this weekend. So I'm a little bit skeptical of that. Could be a true game time decision. Not sure what he was able to do in practice today or tomorrow, but we'll have to keep a close eye. It could actually significantly affect his performance ability. You might maybe see some limited action, but I'm not sold that we're going to. Um, I got an injury about Kenneth Walker or questions about Kenneth Walker's injury, I should say. Um, I know Seattle, did he play yesterday with Seattle? Do we know if he played? No, he did not. Okay, so there you go. Um, I thought he wasn't going to. Um, soft tissue injury, it sounded like Pete Carroll was high on this Kenny McIntosh dude, so maybe he got in there. I'm not so sure. But um, keeping with the, the, the theme here, um, wide receivers, um, the other guy that everyone's been asking me that 21-day window, he had a limited practice uh, early and he basically has been saying in the media that he's the one that's going to really determine when he's coming back and that he's not coming back until he's 100%. And um, until we see him get a full practice in, that tells me he's probably not, at least doesn't feel 100%. Um, so I don't think we're going to see him still this weekend. I think we might have to wait another week, at which point he's going to have to be activated. So um, pay attention to how that develops. And then T. Higgins for the Bengals, unfortunately, dealing with his own hamstring issue, will not be suiting up. This weekend, that's been made official, and um, that's a huge loss for them. And um, there's a whole bunch of other players that I could probably go over, but those are the ones I've really been asked a lot of questions about. Do you, if you guys have any other questions, I might be able to quickly give you a synopsis, but uh, those were the big ones. Um, Off the top of my head, um, the only person I saw on the injury report uh, earlier in the week that I wasn't – I didn't get back around to is Derek Henry – um, being questionable earlier this week. I don't know if there's anything else following up with that or if that was even a big deal. Um, I don't but... think so. I don't even think he's on the injury report anymore. He might have been okay, taken cool. off. 
Okay, cool. And then he's taken off. Then we're good then. Yeah, but Traylon um, Burks I mean, is out. He's still dealing with a concussion, so he's still not back. Uh, Traylon Burks with the Titans, so that's huge. Uh, he's been out with a concussion for a while now, which is kind of concerning. Any news Eric, on Josh Downs? He's been nursing that injury all season, but he's been able to sort of play off of rest, and they're coming off the bye week, but I haven't seen like full practice or I haven't seen any news about him. Um, was he dealing with a foot injury, if I'm not mistaken? Some kind of foot or calf, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't seen him pop up on a lot of my re- research. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably going to play through it if he has been and continues to be doing so. So I, I don't think if, if he's coming off a bye, that's actually a good, good thing for that. So we, we might see him. All right. We'll follow back up with you on Sunday yeah. morning as we yeah. uh, get some more info on some of these guys. And I'll make sure to have some questions ready for you. Um, in the meantime, you guys, you guys have anything, buddy, else you want to bring up? Jay Phillips, his season's done, huh? Uh, let's not even Man. talk about that. All right. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Jalen Phillips from America's team. Um, maybe he's having a hell of a game today. It's just awful that happened. But it was uh, sad to watch him. I'll, yeah, even my yeah. wife went, oh man, like it yeah, really made it sad. he's having a great game. Everyone's saying it's the turf, blah blah blah, whatever. I don't care. It just fucking sucked. It happened either way. Um, you know, especially but especially on thing, the year they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? Jay? The yeah. good, the good thing <laughs> is though, Will they still give him a ring. Get ready, get ready yeah. for a household name, Van Ginkle. Get ready because you're going to be saying in an awful lot. I promise yep. you, that man. Hey. When Jalen Phillips went out last time, that man was an animal all over the field, and I believe it's yeah. about to happen again. All right, let's not keep Brian waiting. Brian, we appreciate you. We'll see you on Sunday. Let everyone know they could follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend. Yeah, well, the content's going to be slow going this weekend. As I'm, like I said, I'm on location in Fort Myers, but um, usually you can find me on Twitter at InjuredListPod and on the website, theinjuredlist.com. Andrew LaDuke and I did put out our Inside the Medical Tent blog this week, as we do every week. So for more information, you can subscribe for that for a small fee. Cancel anytime. We'll have that going through the end of the regular uh, well fantasy season so a couple more weeks so jump on it if you haven't already and uh that's where you can find me nice my brother we appreciate you appreciate you being in normally on the friday night breakdown we get right on start breaking down the games but we had four games not just one we're briefed over so let's take a quick minute and let's get to the turkey day breakdown welcome back lsfl family to lsfl game day live thanks Giving edition. Yeah! Getting... Happy Thanksgiving. We here are celebrating the LSFL game day live way. We have our treats in front of us. Most of them are props for Fred. Doesn't matter, he still eats them. I'm gonna try it off. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with our introductions to my far right. It is Mr. Freddy. Doesn't matter if it's props, he'll eat it. <laughs> We're about to chow down. Freddy at least is anyway. But let's oh, yeah. chow out on last week's breakdown. Break, 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 It's the Thanksgiving break. That was a classic from our uh, LSFL live days. Uh, the what we were talking about was we had uh, we were I thought it was just like pretend to have a Thanksgiving meal. It was it was seven or six thirty or something really early on Thanksgiving. So we're over there and I I made stuffing earlier that morning, but I literally put nothing in it. It was just like whatever. And this guy starts chowing down, and all of a sudden he's like, oh. <laughs> Is this supposed to be real, you fat ass? <laughs> Love you, Fred. All right. Uh, eater of anything. This is what, what we call a great segue, because we're about to talk about what happened today when America's team went up to New York and put the Psycho Beta beat down on those disgusting-ass Jets Tua, 243, one TD, two INTs, nothing a big deal. Motster was a big deal today, though. 20 carries, 94 yards, two TDs. Got to tell you, on the horizon, Jeff Wilson Jr., 
156 yards today, and they threw him the ball a lot. Three, well, three receptions, 17 yards, but you could see he was there. Jalen Waddle, eight receptions, 114 yards. Tyreek, nine receptions, 102 and a TD. And who cares what the Jets got? Guys, let's go around the room real quick. Just a quick reaction from Eric. Go to you. What'd you think of today's game? Both receivers over 100 yards. They went in, did what they were supposed to do. I'm waiting to see them beat a good team, but I said in the uh, group text today, if these Dolphins can play in the snow, then they're going to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. Woo! That makes my butthole pucker up. Chris, what do you think? I, uh, well, the fucking thing went over. I had the under. I had Miami in the under. I uh, lost that little parlay, but here's what I did hit. I had a nice little parlay called two Mozart anytime TDs and two uh, INTs for the whole game. So nailed that. Then I got, uh, what else did we, we had Garrett Wilson and who uh, Tyreek Hill paired those up with anytime TDs hit that. Um, that's all I could think of, but the game was awesome. They shouldn't have fucking that hundred yard interception was insane. That's the one that put it over for me. They somebody <laughs> they're calling it the like, Hail Mary. Yeah, know, this is some this is some Pop Warner shit here. Uh -huh. But leave it up to the fucking Jets. I should have bet the fucking over. I should have been like Miami could hit this over by themselves. I we we had talked on the phone prior. I was I would thought it was going to be a low scoring twenty. I to looked three. that way the whole first half. Yeah. I'm like, what Jay was right on. Yeah. They're dominating, but they're not scoring a ton of points. But they are dominating the game. But you're right. That pick, I think, kind of right after that, it was just the the, the deflation of the Jets oh, just happened no, right after that. That's like Aaron Rodgers got underneath the blanket. Did you see him? <laughs> Did you see him over there huddled <laughs> underneath the blanket? Oh, uh, yeah, crawled in a sleeping bag, yeah. And then they got run. the ball back with five, six minutes left, and they were just gonna run it. And they just they just let Mostert walk right in. He right. almost didn't want to score, yeah. Right. yeah. I thought he was right. gonna slide down. Thinking about like, it. If you're gonna go over, motherfucker, at least get my fantasy team a jump, get in there. <laughs> I could tell he was thinking about sliding right there, you know. Yeah, he was wouldn't... doing the math. Yeah, but hey, you know what? He's like, well, there's too much time. Let me just go ahead and yeah, pop yeah. it in. Why not? Why not? Love it. Let's run it up on our ass. I love run it. Run it up. All right, let's get let's get in your wheelhouse real quick. Go back. Let's go back to Turkey Day, which, by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, you and your families. But let's start with the number one uh, game of the day to start things off, and it's right in your wheelhouse. The Packers, twenty nine to twenty two, big upset. Um, but fantasy-wise, Jordan Love, wow, welcome to the party. 268, three TDs, rushed for 39 yards. I mean, stellar day. A.J. Dillon was finally by himself and proved to still be average, 43 yards. Uh, but had some good catches, I will say. Three receptions, 38 yards. Christian Watson, that was the right way for the Green Bay Packers if they were going to make an upset. Cut right away, go deep to Christian Watson. He had, on the day, five receptions, 94 yards, and a TD. That was a nice way to kind of punch them in the mouth a little bit as they began. Jared Goff had a good day, still had a good day. You know, again, it was game script. They were down most of the time. 330, 332 yards, two TDs. Um, David Montgomery and Gibbs had a subpar days, but again, they were down, so kind of uh, kind of dictated that. Even though David Montgomery still had 71 yards on the TD, so I'll take that all day, um, non-PPR. Amon St. Brown, nine receptions, 95 yards, didn't get in the end zone. Khalif Raymond had a decent day as well. And, of course, Sam Laporta, five receptions, 47 yards, and a TD. What's more important, though, is your reaction. What do you think of this game? Chris, I'll go to you first on this one. Give me a reaction from your team's big upset. I mean, it's an upset, right? Nobody saw that except for maybe David the Genius. And <laughs> both had him. I didn't. Here you go, David. I see that. <laughs> Obviously, we're a fucking roller coaster. And we're going to do just well enough us in quarterback hell for the next 10 motherfucking years as my boy Eric's about to fucking just go on a rant about I'm sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I twinkle, you know, twinkle, but I, I also see like serviceable, which doesn't, yeah. which is just going to fucking piss me off. Also, we are, we're spoiled. The last time Green Bay didn't have a shot at like the playoffs, well, I was probably in junior high school. Yeah. So it's just been a long time. It's So this is weird to me, this fucking kind of – and, hey, you had Marino your whole um, your whole child, like, pretty much. Because right. right. it, it was my childhood, too. We're about the same age. Mm -hmm. So 
So it's weird when you get into that weird fucking, I don't know, we don't know what we're doing. Like, they're telling us that he's good, but but then I watch him on Sunday, and we're throwing picks in the, the red last zone. Guy. Listen, you, wait, real quick. You talk about my whole age, my age at Marino. Bro, you had fucking Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So oh, I know, but I'm just here. saying. Like, I, I didn't think I felt up. Ever since Marino left, I've just been, like, searching. And finally, he's here. Tua time. All right, my bad. Go ahead, Eric. No, you you're right. <laughs> I was, I'm happy to see Watson catch five of seven targets. I mean, he's been catching like 44% of passes lately. So that was, that was encouraging to see. And this Jaden Reed kid, he might be the best oh, one yeah. on the team. Him, right. He's yeah, one of these, he's one of these running backs slash wide receiver guys. And who the hell is Malik Heath? Yeah, four receptions on four targets, six, two, two, 13, wearing Randall Cobb's number 18. I mean, we got a nice little offense here. It's going to take a couple more years to simmer and really become anything. But we got to figure out if Jordan Love is the from, guy. Aaron? He might just be good enough. Just good enough to keep us picking 20th. And like, no, no oh. we're afraid to trade this guy because we're winning 10 games a year. And we, well, there's 18. That guy. Hey, Eric, where where did A.J. Dillon learn how to run all of a sudden? That's the A.J. Dillon you talked about two years ago. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. Wait, listen, I always say the same thing about AJ Dillon, and I always draft him every year. And it's not, and I said it this year too. I didn't draft AJ Dillon for September. I didn't draft him for October. Not even November. I drafted that motherfucker for December when it's, when it's cold, cold and the thunder thighs start coming out and they start running the football. That's why you have AJ Dillon in your house and you have him in your flex spot. Um, that's what I always recommend anyway. Yep. All right, well, well let's get nobody it. Nobody wants to tackle that in 12. Hell days. no, I wouldn't either. I don't blame them. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the other ones that weren't that exciting, but commanders at Cowboys, not much to talk about on the commander side other than Sam Howell, um, uh, 300 yards and a pick. Um, and, uh, he did run one in, so it kind of saved a little bit of his fantasy day. And I will say, um, Curtis Samuel seemed to be very active for the commanders, nine receptions, a hundred yards. Um, he seemed to always be seeing Curtis Samuel with the football. Um, so just yeah, something man. to take note of going forward. If he's out there on your waiver wire, um, Dak Prescott <laughs> continues to be hot as hell. 331, four TDs ran for 10 yards. Um, CD Lamb had a decent day. Um, Scott in the end zone, but they're all kind of just decent. It was four receptions here, four receptions for Brandon Cook, 72 yards TD. Um, so nobody really like stood out in that way, but Tony Pollard finally had a decent day. Um, because they only gave Rico Dottle three carries, they gave Tony Pollard 13 of them, and he made 79 yards out of them and a TD. So it's a nice day for him. He also had six receptions for 24 yards. So, um, PPR wise, Tony Pollard had a great day. Um, not much to react to on this because this is kind of what we expected. But Eric, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I mean, the uh, Redskins fired the defensive coordinator. I suppose you have to do that, but that's this is pretty much what we expected. I'm trying to find Dak's MVP odds because he's got to be entering that conversation as much as I hate the Cowboys. I mean, he's doing everything he's supposed to do and then some. And see, well, I want to just point out one thing. You said earlier, oh, well, I want to see you. Look who the Cowboys have beaten. Have you looked at their That's schedule? True. And it's like, you know, so we're not we're not hearing that, though. It's funny because I heard a lot about with the Dolphins. We don't hear about that with the Cowboys. It's oh, welcome to, to an actual America's team. <laughs> and is, is it is it thing as Trayvon Diggs, a system cornerback? Who the hell is bland? It's just whoever they put out there gets 10 interceptions. I don't think you have to actually be good. They just have a boy. Their defense is is really good. Yeah, and I because I, yeah. I, I rostered them on, on in the belt league, uh, one of my fantasy leagues, and my god, I didn't yeah, even I, I didn't even exactly fuck around on the bye. I just I just didn't play defense that week because fuck it, I'm not even gonna touch them. Yeah, right. Definitely gonna win a chance. I don't. That's how you win a championship. Your defense go out there and score thirty two. hundred <laughs> percent, absolutely. Yeah. David Noten on McLaurin seems to be a little slower, had like 12 targets. That also could be a little bit of just gelling with Sam Howell also. Um, but you're right, he's getting up there in age, so who knows? Rough one for age. Howell. Could be age, it could be a lot of damn things. So, All right, let's go on to the night cap of the night, the 49ers and the Seahawks. Uh, pretty the much kind of good. What, pretty much what we thought this was going to be too. Uh, yep, Niners are good, we know this. Brock Purdy, though. Um, not a great night. 209, one TD, one interception.
Christian McCaffrey, of course, 19 carries, 114 yards, two TDs. He also had five receptions, 25 yards. He continues to be the number one fantasy um, option and player. Um, Debo Samuel had a good night as well, seven receptions, 79 yards. He also um, ran a touchdown in uh, for he had 15 yards on the ground and a TD. Um, and as far as the um, the uh, Seahawks go, Geno Smith kind of, you know, he had one of those very struggle old school Geno Smith, like from the Jets days, 180 yeah. yards and an interception. <laughs> Zach Charbonnet, um, as we mentioned earlier, no Kenneth Walker, 14 carries, 47 yards. Um, JSN had a great catch, but there was only two of yeah, them, and yeah. that was probably the biggest of them because he had 41 yards. So when your quarterback only throws for 180, your receivers don't have shit to show for themselves neither. Um, Chris, uh, any reaction from the nightcap we had from Thanksgiving? I think that that game was scripted, and it went ex- <clears throat> it didn't. I mean, it was right on script, right? <laughs> it's exactly what we knew was going to happen. Yep, that Hollywood script line for sure. They played out just the way we thought. Yeah, sure. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a fucking beast, y'all. Oh, that yeah. kid. And I, to be honest with you, they, I think they overuse him because they, yeah. they blow yeah, teams right. out and they don't right. need to have him in there. Not what right were now. We, right. What were we thinking drafting anybody before uh, Christian McCaffrey? Uh, I, I did if, draft him. I want to go through, like, I would, I would love to see, like, all the, you know, all the people that had number one picks and didn't go McCaffrey. In the you belt know, league, love to in know the belt league, thoughts. I picked eight, and Christian McCaffrey's on my team. So, oh my god! And I am, got seven and I am, I am raking that now. league. <laughs> That's awesome. I think those right, couple well, catches, though, are your reminder to go try and trade for JSN in your dynasty leagues. That kid is good. Oh yeah. And if he ever sure. actually starts getting targets, he's going to be a guy. Yeah, I think JSN. Um, I think that unfortunately Geno's regressed a bit. Um, so I think you know, dynasty wise, yeah, I think you're taking a little bit of a risk. Um, because we don't know what that QB situation is going to be. I think. Oh yeah, Geno did sign a contract, didn't he? Some point they will. He's uh, still gonna. He's gonna be there a couple years. Yeah, I was thinking Geno's got to be on his way out, but I think he signed an extension. Yeah, well, you know how that is. They could cut his ass anytime they feel like it. So I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But I think just that question at QB, um, you know, makes him a little bit of a question mark. But like you said, he there's no doubting the talent. Um, he really is a great talent overall, no doubt about it. All right, well, we talked about the Thanksgiving holiday. We talked about what was. Let's talk about what is. It's time for the Friday Night Breakdown. He's great. Fred, it's always good to break it on down when when the Jets, you know, win. But when they lose, he's nowhere to be found. All right, let's broken down. Let's get it on the Saints at the Falcons. We'll start with this one. Uh, Saints against fantasy QBs are 14th. Against running backs are 10th. Against receivers are seventh. Tight ends 26. Falcons 28th against QBs. Fourth against running backs. 13th against receivers and 27th against tight ends. Eric, you got some guys you like and don't like in this one. I think I like all the Saints uh, pass catchers. I'm looking at Derek Carr full practice on Wednesday. It looks like Carr's going to play, so we love the uh, we love the Kamara dump-offs again. That's his favorite thing to do. I don't know what Carr's average yards per target are, but it's, it's low. And... Uh, sacks right i mean can we play the new orleans defense all this ritter kid does is get sacked and he's back in the game so i mean it's going to be a classic nfc south back and forth they're like uh they're like a slightly shinier sportier version of the afc north but they beat up on each other in a similar way so yeah I don't know if I'd ever compare the NFC South to the AFC North in ever, <laughs> actually. But um <laughs> most ugly games, but in their own way. <laughs> but um on the Falcon side, since you were talking about the same, I'll just bring up the Falcon side real quick. I mean, honestly, um I other than maybe Bijan, I know Drake London showed, I think the last last time they played, they were on the bye last week. 
week prior, he had a breakout game, if you will, had a good game. Um, but um, I, I apologize, I don't recall who they played, but it's not the Saints defense. Um, they are actually really good as advertised. So there's nobody really other than Bijan, because you've got to play Bijan. You drafted him high. You're going to have to start him. He may have a good game, or again, who knows? Maybe Mike Smith goes to Tyler Algier because he likes to lose football games, apparently. I He's really one of the best short yardage backs <laughs> in the league. I just don't understand the logic um, on this team. I thought it was going to be so fun to have Bijan on my team. It's not fun at all. Yeah, it's just because, you know, a rookie, you would think they would just, you know, again, not that you would want to, you know, overuse him, but he is young, young legs. You want to let him get him out there and let him do his thing. I mean, surprisingly, yeah. look how broke down Mozart is every year. He's probably got more carries than Bijan at this point. Um, all right, let's get on to the next one. Um, Chris, we'll bring this one for you. Bucks at the Colts. Which could be an exciting fantasy matchup. Both these defenses, okay, they, you know, they they're that loose girl at the bar on Friday night. They love to give it up. I mean, QB wise, the Bucks 29th against fantasy QBs against running backs. So a little tougher. Second in the league against fantasy running backs, 29th against receivers, and 24th against tight ends overall. Colts are a little bit of mixed bag. They're 12th against fantasy QBs, but they're 27th against running backs, 15th against receivers, and 17th against tight ends. Chris, any guys you like or don't like in this particular matchup? This fucking game's gross. So here's <laughs> how I do this fucking game. All right. You're going to take the Bucks plus two and a half. <laughs> You're going to sprinkle in Minnesota Vikings spread. Then you're going to throw a little bit of, let's throw the Chargers plus, plus six, I think. So then we're going to throw that into the little teaser machine and then it's going to pop us out. Tampa Bay plus eight and a half Vikings plus three and the Los Angeles chargers plus nine, throw you 10 bucks on there. It's going to get you 15 Buy mama, some roses and we're good to go. All right. Well, that was definitely didn't answer anything I asked, but let's talk. <laughs> I'll just bring this up. Mike Evans, I like in this ball game. I like Michael. That's all you can do. Well. Mike Evans and Jonathan Taylor. What else is there? You're not starting <laughs> anybody else in that bucket on either team. I'm actually starting. I would start Garner Minshew in this matchup. Again, the Bucks love to give it up to the secondary. Garner Minshew is a bit of a, a little bit of an old school gunslinger. Likes to throw the football. If they're going to struggle far. against the run, I can definitely see him. And Baker Mayfield is that guy this year. Yep. That's you know I talked about it. The handlebars. I, you know, I hate to use the girl analogy again, but, you know, he's that, he's that chick. He's that girl that's the, you know, the old reliable that gets the job yeah. done every day. He gets, the, you know, it's not, he's not going to reverse. He's always cow, home. He's not going to reverse cowgirl, but he's going missionary and he's going to get it done for you. So you're good to what go. He's not going to do, he's not going to show up at your job on Tuesday having a fit about something. <laughs> I was asking uh, Doc about Josh Downs because these slot receivers are scoring like 20 points a game against Tampa Bay. They just cannot guard the slot. But even if not, I think Michael Pittman, because this, this Tampa oh, defense yeah. is so easy to throw on. I don't know um, if any of these tight ends, what are they even doing with tight end? Are, have they picked a guy in Indy? I No. They, I mean – not I, I really don't know what the hell's going on in it. So it's really those two receivers down. Really, yeah. So I mean, honestly, you're right about downs. I like you know what he brings to the table. I you know, but again, if downs is down, no pun intended, Michael Pimmon is a smash start. I think he's a smash star anyway, but he's even yeah, bigger either way. And there. Uh David on um, he believes in Ritter, he likes the Falcons all day. I love it, love it. And he likes the Bucks as well. All right, let's get hey, on. Wait, to hang on. Let, let me let I'm gonna. I'm trying to load up a video clip. I want to give you a little something on Baker Mayfield. All right. Uh, what? Uh, this uh, this Baker is who Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is. Can I play this real quick? It's, I woke up feeling cheesy as coach. Go ahead. <laughs> I've buckled into the Baker train. I, I don't want to. All roads lead back to Baker Mayfield on this show. But let me just tell you. <laughs> Did I, you see I, that I, throw I, he made between two defenders? Hey, I hate the Bills. I hated the guy at the end of the last season. I hated his guts. <laughs> And he's and he's brought me back. He's like an old girlfriend. I'm like, yep. How did you do this? You're 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 a sorcerer of my emotions, Baker Mayfield. Yep. There you go. 
I yeah. love it. A sorcerer love of it. emotions, Baker. Coach I, can't quit. I love it. Yeah, where's Coach tonight? I, you know, I we had a spirit, we had a spirited debate about who would be better between the Dolphins and the Jets this season, and I haven't heard anything from him. That's weird. Uh, he will right, come man. in right now. He's probably all all the the buck buckle, the fucking bell. Everything. Oh, he's hitting he's leftovers hard right he's now. He's like seventeen sandwiches in. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I I feel you. I powered nap myself uh, yesterday. All right, let's get on to the uh, breakdown. Panthers at Titans. Ooh, you talk about horrible game. Oh. Panthers against fantasy QBs eleventh, running backs thirty first, receivers fifth, tight ends tenth. Titans, 16th against fantasy running backs, 15th against running backs, 27th against receivers, 5th against tight ends. Eric, a guys you like and don't like if there's anyone, and this is Justin's go-get-a-beard game if he was here right now. I don't disagree with that. I was looking at this trying to find something for the homegrown props, and I couldn't find anything. But Then I looked at the calendar, and I see that it's late November, and Derrick Henry has a shitty run defense coming into town, and they're favored. And then I realized it's Derrick Henry week. He's going to have 100 rushing yards, maybe two touchdowns. You can't not start Derrick Henry against the Carolina Panthers at home when there might be snow. I think we talked. He's probably going to have a visor on. I believe the analogy I used earlier with AJ Dillon, multiply that by a billion with Derrick Henry. <laughs> um, you know, that's that definitely play for sure. Um, David likes Titans in a smash. He likes D Hop to do well as well. I don't know. Well, love's been kind of up and down, so I'm not sure. And I guess I guess Thielen. Thielen's been the most reliable dude of all time this season. So no, for sure. No doubt about it. D-Hop, maybe we'll see. I mean, again, this Carolina secondary, um, a few times I've seen them shut down some mm-hmm. s- some pretty decent receivers. So I'm, I don't know if I'm all in on Levis and D-Hop, but I am definitely in on Derrick Henry. Uh, we know this Panthers, he loves to give it up to the running backs. Um, and as far as the Panthers, you mentioned Thielen. Um, other than that, yeah, no. All right, let's give him the to- ball 20 times and good stuff happens. <laughs> Don't know what else is that going easy. on with that horrible <laughs> offense. Um, Patriots at the Giants, a fun rematch of an old Super Bowl back in the day. Patriots against fantasy QBs are ninth, against running backs 19th, against receivers are 20th, tight ends their third, against the Giants are 20th. I'm sorry, against the Giants. <laughs> Giants are 20th against quarterbacks, 29th against receivers, and 28th against, uh, or sorry, 29th against running backs, 28th against receivers, and 9th against tight ends. So, Patriots, Mac Jones, this could be your opportunity to actually do something. What do you think, Chris? Anyone you like in the matchup um, other than the weird parlay that you gave me? Well, I mean, New England (laughs) probably going to stomp the shit out of the Giants. So, how about, I mean, probably three and a hook. So, you're on the Patriots if you're betting it. But I like the uh, – I don't know why, but my daughter picked up Ezekiel Elliott this week, and she has been knee-deep in shit. She's trying to win this family league of ours, and now she's, like, studying. So now I'm thinking maybe Ezekiel Elliott's – there's something to this. She's like, nah, he's playing this week, Dad. So maybe I like Ezekiel Elliott if you're in a bind. Maybe. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson's still there. Um, you know, it is the Giants defense. You know, again, I just gave the example of, um, you know, you go at this point is when you go. Uh, I'm like, I see here, this go get a beer game. That's right. Um, yeah, for real. The, you know, their defense, it's not a bad play because how bad their defense is, quite frankly. But, um, you know, anyway, long story short. Um, I don't know if I'd smash start Zeke, but maybe he's a flex worthy guy and maybe Mac Jones finds Hunter Henry a couple times. I mean, I don't know. This game is gross. I don't even know why we're talking about it. Steelers at the Bengals. There we <laughs> go. The next one. QBs. Against- dudes in that game. There we yeah, go. Yeah, there's some decent ones in this one. The QB uh, against QB Steelers are 10th against running backs are 21st against receivers are 25th against tight end. They are sixth. Bengals, 22nd against QBs, 20th against running backs, 26th against receivers, and 30th against tight ends. Uh, Chris, what say you? Guys you like and don't like? Um, Oh, my bad. I meant to say Eric. Sorry. We're going back and forth. My fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought he was going to start. 
Who's the yeah, quarterback yeah. for Cincinnati right now? Who, who's who's this guy? Brown. Oh That's a problem. That's Is it a Browning? Problem. That's a problem. Browning, right Josh Browning, Kevin Brown, something. Jimmy Brownling. That's a problem. Ricky Brownie. Them. Because all know. their fucking weight is in their is in their long receiver core. Can this guy right. throw the deep ball? I mean, have they played together, Jamar? And this, I think this is going to be a real deal. Maybe Tyler Boyd comes Ronnie in the midst. He's a bit more of a veteran. I mean, something something got to happen. Maybe right? Tyler Boyd. I, maybe he plays a lot Jump more with Browning. Tyler Boyd. Who knows? I think David David had brought up, um, you know, how y'all seen these how the teams respond to the coaching changes, and I, you know, personally, I think. You know, the Steelers have done a good, decent job as of late. So I was surprised about the firing. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think that their identity really should just be run the fuck football down the damn field. You got two decent running backs, and, you know, a little play action, whatever. Kenny Pickett isn't a world beater. You got to do what you got to do at this point. Um, and play field good position game. Yeah. Play good defense. That's it. I would smash start Steelers D in this one as well. Just throw that up. Eric Josh Downs practice full and should be a good go for game time. So that's a smash nice. start for Eric for sure. All right. Well, let's get to the next one then. I mean, I don't, I mean, again, you're going to start Jamar Chase in this other one, by the way, and you're going to start those guys. But again, you have to temper your expectations, even though the Steelers secondary has been giving it up. We just don't yeah. know what the quarterback play is going to entail for this. So um, we'll see. we got to see what happens for sure. Pickens um, got six targets last week, even though the new OC is a running backs coach. Mm-hmm. So, or quarterbacks coach. So that's good. We could probably yeah. pick and still. We, you know, again, there's a lot of unknowns. So when, when there's unknowns in fantasy, I'm like, okay, well, I ain't going to fuck with that. I'm going to try to find something else. If, Cause if it's just unknown. It, yeah. Yeah, it's unknown. It's unknown. That's you know, we don't know what we don't know, as they say, right? All right, let's go to the final one o'clock uh, matchup: Jags at the Texans. Jags against fantasy QBs, they are twenty-second against running backs, they are third against receivers, nineteenth, and against tight ends, they're thirtieth. Texans seventeenth wow. against um, fantasy QBs, sixteenth against running backs, fourteenth against receivers. And 28th versus tight end. So, Eric, give me guys you like and don't like in this surprisingly really good matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a big Dalton Schultz game by what you're saying. They're like 30th against tight ends. And this kid loves throwing it to Dalton Schultz and Tank Dell. I mean, you can you have to start Tank Dell. I feel I benched Christian Watson for Tank Dell, and Christian Watson scored 20. So I'm gonna need I'm going to need a good game from Tank Dell to feel good about this decision. But, yeah, I mean, you pretty much start everybody. This could be a high-scoring affair, like a 28-24 deal. Texans football is fun to watch. I'm I'm becoming a big Texans guy. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, very exciting to watch with a young QB. I mean, throwing up big points and punches or defenses played well. David even thinks they're going to win in a blowout, maybe because of the way the Jags kind of, Played in that Niners game, maybe, but yeah, it's been uh Dell is a dog, he says. Love that dude. Tank Dell has come on the good. scene. We talked about um, you know, that we were just talking about the Pittsburgh game. I think last week I mentioned um Jalen Warren, like we're watching a star being born. Same deal deal with Tank Dell. I mean, we're literally watching this guy just all yeah. of a sudden just blast on the scene, you know, and you know, he's here for for a long time because he's got a young QB. He's young and they're just going to grow together. So it's who really asked for him. If, if a quarterback asks the team to draft a wide receiver and the team drafts that guy, then you also should. A hundred percent. That was the whole reason when Jamar chase came out. And I remember people were kind of starting to waffle because the things came out about his hands and all this. And I was like, listen, bro, this dude played college with the st- starting QB who, who uh, went to ownership and brought him in here. He is going to be money all day. I don't even know why you guys are talking about with the dumb stuff. Um, so anyway, so we just we got him in like the fourth media. and fifth round his rookie year. Right, exactly. Because people just were afraid because of the hands and all this craziness. So anyway, so guys, normally, you know, on Friday, I love to play my little fantasy friends come in. Like I usually get a bunch of videos in. Unfortunately, it was Thanksgiving holiday. People visiting family. Totally get it. We did get at least a couple in. So we're going to take a break till our four o'clock game right now with Chuck Bass as he plays our fantasy hits from his in-laws. 
What's up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Chuck Bass, broadcasting Another one. from the closet of my wife's childhood home. I am currently in exile after saying some unforgivable things at Thanksgiving dinner last night, but that's not important. That, um, Greg grew up in Detroit. He told me he grew up on a farm. Hmm. Do they have many farms in Detroit? No, Dina. No, not a lot. What's important is that we play the hits for week 12. We may have got a doozy. It's leftovers week. Thanksgiving may be done, but these guys got their second win, and they're going to hook us up for week 12 and beyond. So let's get to the countdown. Now, first is Bill's sophomore wide receiver, Khalil Shakir. Disappointing rookie season left most of us wondering who would step up as the number two in this Bill's offense. And while that's still unclear, Shakir has played over 70% of the snaps in three straight weeks, and he has shootouts with the Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys and Chargers over the next month let him rip. Now, the middle track of this week's countdown is Rams wide receiver Tutu Atwell. This short King's value does depend on the health of Cooper Cup, which as we all know can go any which direction at any given time. Atwell is averaging nine targets in any game without Cup, which is five so far, and Cup has still yet to log a full practice since his ankle injury. A great stash as we approach the finish line. Now, Coming in at number one on this week's countdown is Brown's tight end, David Ninjoku. His 15 targets against the Steelers were the most by any tight end in a game this season and tied for the second most of any tight end going back the last three seasons. The scouting report on Brown's rookie quarterback DTR is that he traditionally favors the tight end position going back to his days in college. So Ninjoku looks to have moved out of streamer roles right into a potential angle of your lineup. I'm Chuck Bass, and that's Playing the Hits Week 12. Pray for me. Chuck Bass playing the fantasy hits. Got to 15 it. targets. That is nuts. Indeed. Absolutely. I got to give it up to your video skills, bro. Yeah. Well, thank that you, was sir. I appreciate that. Appreciate that was that. entertaining. Glad you enjoyed that. Um, but it's all about the talent. That's all Chuck Bass, man. I just, I'm just helping out. All right, let's go. Four o'clock games. Rams at Cardinals. Um, Rams against fantasy QBs. They are 19th against running back six. They are 12th against receivers, 29th against tight ends. Cardinals, 24th against QBs, 30th against running backs, 23rd against receivers, and 8th versus tight ends. Chris, is there a guy you like and don't like in this matchup? Like you could start Murray here. I like, uh, he's just he looks good. Kind of popped off. He does. He looks Put back. The game controller down and he does. He does. I, like I, I think um, also a smash star for Trey McBride as well. I mean, he, he's been looking for this guy first when he came out. I think it was just his first game back and kind of used to it. I know Marquise Brown struggled a little bit so far, but I think it's more of a timing thing. Um, but, you know, again, Rams are pretty decent against receivers, but against tight ends, they are not decent at all. So no. expect a lot of targets from Mr. Trey McBride. Um, that I dude is good. Mackey Award winner. Very good player. Very he good. He's been, he's been sitting there waiting for um to come out. So Rams covering Cup is playing, but it's Puka and Kyron. Yeah, I mean. I'll believe Cup's playing when I see him take the field. I think he's yeah. going to be game time decision out. He might even be, just be that decoy kind of play this week. So, this uh, yeah, I would, games. I would, yeah, I would caution uh, my Cooper Cup owners. Um, on the Cardinal side, uh, like you said, Kyler, Trey McBride, I'd sit uh, Marquise Brown until they get that whole thing settled out. And we'll see what receiver starts to step up there. Um, right now, we're just not sure. So you're just playing roulette, quite frankly. Um, and then the Rams side, I think David hit it uh, with Cooper. He got Puka. It could be a big Puka game um, if Cooper is the um, uh, decoy, if you will. Um, so, you know, expect a good game from Puka. Kyren on finally back. Um, so, could be a decent I wouldn't game. be surprised yeah. to see Kyron Williams come right out and be like a top five running back this week. I, yep, I would, especially against the matchup. I definitely don't disagree. Um, all right, Browns at the Broncos. And, man, if you got to start any fantasy people in this one, you're in trouble because, boy, these defenses. I mean, well, Broncos, not not so much. 
Browns, though, I mean, this is world-class defense. Yeah, against QBs, they are number one. I guess running backs are 12th, receivers third, tight end number one. Again, Broncos, 27th against QBs, uh, dead last against running backs, 10th against receivers, and dead last against tight ends. Now, again, this is probably more from the beginning of the season because this team – has played much better as of recent, um, recently. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, is there anyone you could find in here, Eric? You might want to start in this. One? I mean, David and Joku for sure. Denver struggles against the tight ends, and he just got 15 targets from the new guy. But I mean, what are you gonna are you gonna Jaleel McLaughlin maybe takes a screen pass somewhere if you have to because of a bye week or something, but I don't know which of those Denver running backs to start. I don't like Jerry Judy. That guy seems to come up lame every time I need him. And uh, Corlin Sutton just keeps catching touchdowns. I guess you almost have to put him in a flex spot. If you have him, you've been starting him every week, probably. But it's the fucking, these Browns are good. Like, they don't let you have anything. And they're going to be all over Russ. No, totally agreed. It's I'm interested to see how he, I guess, reacts, if you will, to this pressure. I mean, I know they've been on a bit of a roll, um, but the defenses they played haven't been as good as the Browns. I mean, and no, but no defense is, quite frankly. So no. it'll be no. interesting to see how he reacts to that. Is it going to be one of those, you know, regression rust days where he's throwing a lot of picks? Or does he step up and answer the call? I mean, this Broncos, like I said, they've been on a bit of a roll late. Um, you know, the Browns aren't bringing you much offensively. Um, so this could be, you know, that day really Russ might prove himself here with the Denver Broncos. And if they win, watch out, they're on a big roll here. Um, yeah. all right, let's go on to five in a row. Yeah, it'd be five in a row. Exactly. So, Hey, watch out. Um, chiefs at the Raiders. um, against fantasy QBs. The chiefs are fifth running backs, 11th receivers, eighth and fourth against uh, tight ends, a surprisingly really good defense this year. Raiders against uh, QBs, eighth against running backs, 26th. They are 11th um, against receivers and tight ends. So uh, what do you say, Chris, in this one? Guys you like and don't like. Man, you know, that last Chiefs game made me really skittish of these receivers. These guys dropped the fucking football. Patrick Mahomes is putting it in the bread box. I don't know what else they fucking want. That NVS being NVS. Same goddamn thing he had it with in Green Bay, so that's got me a little bit nervous. I, so you're gonna see a lot. You're gonna see some trickery. I don't really know where to go in that Chiefs game. You start Kelsey, you start Mahomes, but obviously if you you're, you you you're already doing that. Now on the other side of that, the Raiders. I mean, I like Devontae. He's probably gonna have a day. He good. Yeah. Yeah, David's even calling for a Raiders upset, which for America's team, I would love that. That would defense. be huge. That would be hey, huge, but I don't know if that's happening. I do have some plus money Cleveland Brown. At. You should go – right now you get Cleveland Brown at plus 100, and that, that's a good, nice little add-on to a parlay. They may pull that out. They, they, could, win, they could win that game. They, they could win an ugly good. field goal game. They definitely could. I definitely don't doubt it. I, I unfortunately, I had um, the choice of the Browns or Steelers defense last week. And then, you know, because the Steelers, uh, I'm sorry, the Browns offense looked like they struggled so much, I went with the Steelers. And it just was the wrong move because this Browns D is just first class. But how do you know? Yeah, they're first class, man. These guys are full-grown fucking men. I, I, first it's class. hard. They come after you. They don't give you anything. But so does Denver. This is that's gonna, true. They, they, who's like got said, the better kicker? Yep. That's true. A, I don't know. I don't even. Field position. Yep. No, it's true. That's true. Um. All right. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one for sure. All right. Let's go Bills at Eagles. Really excited about this one. Bills against fantasy QBs are fourth. Running backs 18th. Receivers ninth. 14th against tight ends. Uh, Eagles 31st against QBs. Uh, wow. Number one. Number one against running backs. They are dead last against receivers, and they are 22nd against tight ends. So, Eric, guys you like and don't like. Wow, I was, you know, I was looking at Dalton Kincaid because he's getting involved, and I know the Eagles suck against tight ends. I didn't know they were that bad against quarterbacks and wide receivers, too. That's crazy. But yeah, this game's this game's gonna be fun. I assume Josh Allen is gonna get sacked a bunch of times, which is gonna make him throw it 42 times. 
This this is uh this is musty television. I think we can start pretty much everybody. Dalton Kincaid, Stefan Diggs, obviously. Khalil Shakir, I like that idea. I know the Eagles have been giving it up to the slot receivers just about as much as Tampa Bay. I don't know if we can consider Kincaid the slot receiver or if we also play Shakir. Shakir might be a sneak. He's definitely a sneaky DFS play. I don't know if he's an actual flex. And then and then I think the, the Eagles are pretty obvious. Definitely Devonta Smith. He's better anytime Dallas Goddard's out. E.J. Brown is a superhuman. And then Swift has taken over that backfield. Gainwell's real hot and cold. Swift probably has himself a game, too. This is this is going to be fun. It's going to be I've like 35 30, I hope. I've talked about it all season long about the bugaboo of the Bills defense was their run against the run. I mean, teams have run all over them. Um, and this one's interesting because now they've got some injuries in the secondary as well. Uh, so this is going to be a huge game for the Eagles. Uh, also a huge game, like you mentioned, though, for the Bills as well. So for fantasy, you know, one of those fantasy bonanza games, get get everyone in. Get the kickers in. Get whoever you can. If you got somebody, throw them in there. If you got the uh, guy who cleans up afterwards, throw his ass in there because he's yep. going to score too. Um, you know, he might score later. Who knows? All right. Everybody except the defenses and Leonard Fournette. Right. Yeah. yeah. All day. Your bench. All day. I mean, uh, James Cook could be is interesting because – um, how good the uh, Eagles' run defense is, but mm-hmm. he could be the beneficiary of dump off passes, though. So, yeah, I don't know. He's a risky play, though, for sure. This particular week, however, last week big uptick in carries and all that. So, um, and he's going to be one of those interesting plays that I would just, you know, maybe flex him. And if he had got a better option, I would sit him this week because I just think the <laughs> matchup's a little hard for him this week. Plus, they use Latavius Murray. You know, throwing the ball. Sorry, go ahead. They use him at the goal line. That's right. that and, and the goal exactly. So you get him pulled out then too. So again, he's one of those guys. If you got somebody better to flex, throw him in there. Um, but you know, if you need to flex him, um, you know, again, who knows in this matchup, you may he may get a couple of dump off passes to the end zone. Uh, which actually by the goal line last week. They did the exact play for him, a little dump off for him to get into the end zone. So who knows? Maybe we'll see that. All right, let's go to the Ravens at the Chargers. Another great PSD matchup um, against fantasy QBs. The Ravens are number two against running backs are 13th. Against receivers are 14th and tight ends are 7th. The Chargers, they're 30th against QBs, 23rd against running backs, uh, 30th against receivers, and dead last against tight ends. Um, Chris, who you like in the Sunday nighter? I mean, you can start Baltimore. You got Gus. Uh, you, Bateman, is this guy going to start throwing the football? I don't know. The Chargers, Eckler, Eckler's got to have a comeback game. He kind of was shut down last week. Um, I don't trust Herbert about as much as I fucking trust, uh, What's his name from the Allen? That dude, <laughs> you know, the truth, the fucking bring Buffalo back. What a kick in the nuts he's been. Maybe it was a coordinator. Who fucking knows? But I'll tell you that uh, I, I don't trust those. But Keenan Allen, I mean, you got to play Keenan Allen because he's going to get his. And the two guys I on my fantasy league is will start as Eckler and Allen. I like it. Um, you know, this could be another barn burner. It's nice that they, I mean, look, you got the late four o'clock, which is the Bills Eagles, and then go right into this Ravens Chargers matchup. So nice little yeah. transition um, going into this one. It's going to be a fun Sunday night. The over game. and under is almost 50. So there's right. going to be some scoring. It's going to yeah, be some scoring going on. It's going to be interesting. I, you know, again, I Ravens are one of those teams I just don't believe in. Although the Chargers, how could I believe in them at all, quite frankly? Um, Defensively, garbage. Ravens have a good defense. That's the only difference. So, um, you know, again, you're going to play Herbert. You're going to play Eckler. You're going to play Allen. Other than that, you know, again, not sure what other options are there. It's just kind of. You don't want to mess with Everett and Parham. Right. It's back to the crapshoot thing. So you just never know um, with that. And as far as the Ravens go, again. Where do you um, go there? Could Keaton Mitchell play have a good game? I mean, he's that poor man's Devon Achan. He could come out and have a couple big plays. You mentioned Gus Edwards. He's always solid, especially around yep. the goal line. 
and you're going to play Lamar, of course. OBJ uh, might be somebody you might want to look at now as a maybe even a flex option or a wide receiver, even maybe two, because you don't have Mark Andrews there anymore. He's obviously going to get an uptick. Obviously, uh, you know, you're playing fantasy, you know about Isaiah Likely. He's a replacement for Mark Andrews and a very capable one as well. Um, so he's somebody else that you could see go off a little bit. Um, Zay Flowers, you know, again, it's kind I'm of a not, receivers. I'm starting likely this week. I'm a little worried because he has had games where Andrews missed and he did nothing, but he's had good ones too. Hey, does yeah. Zay have the Q tag all of a sudden? Is he good? Who's that? Zay Flowers. He's got the Q tag, right? Does he? I, I don't know. I, I rely on uh, our boy Brian to tell me all this And he stuff. didn't talk about it, so that would he, be a bigger deal. Well, he, he's also at a Holiday Inn Express he, last night. So He didn't practice Did he Thursday. at the Waffle House? He, <laughs> Zay Flowers practiced today, though. Full practice. I mean, he did practice today. All right, yeah. But again, it goes back to the same thing. Like that, that receiver core, as far as receiver, as far as fantasy wise, it's a crapshoot again. It could be OBJ. It could yeah. be Zay Flowers. You don't could even maybe, want to be in there. Could maybe Rashad Bateman actually make a catch? I don't know. He could both be in there too. You just never know. But I, you know, again, Isaiah likely, I think, is a good play no matter what. I think I would definitely throw him in that in there. Rashad Bateman right. is dollar store Devontae Parker. He's only going to destroy your dreams. <laughs> that is such a great analogy. I totally feel you on that one. Um, all right, let's go on from two exciting games to one not so exciting Monday night or the Bears at the Vikings. Um, Bears against fantasy QBs, they're 25th, running backs 22nd, receivers 16th, and 19th against receivers. Vikings are 15th against QBs, they're fifth against running backs. Receivers are 24th and 15th against tight ends. Eric, close this out, guys. You like and don't like in this one. Oh man, I mean. I don't know what what they're doing with running back with Ty Chandler and Madison Hawkinson, obviously, Hawkinson every time. Um, Jefferson's not going to play, so Addison's good to go, and then you you start Justin Fields and and you try not to start any of the running backs. I have Roshan Johnson on a bunch of teams. I watched all his college tape. I was all excited. They're just it's it's just not happened. Deonta Foreman came in. He had that good game. It absolutely fucked us. Roshan's never going to get his shot now. It's going to be it's going to be Deonta Foreman. But Justin Fields is running his ass off since he came back. So count on that happening. He can count on that happening, but you can also count on Brian Flores is bringing in lots of blitzes for him. Um, I like the Vikings D this week actually as a good play. Um, we see some mistakes for made last week. I know Justin Fields is still finding his way back. He missed more on a couple of passes. Um, you know, again, he'll he'll straighten himself out. Is it against his yep. Viking defense that's constantly blitzing? I don't think so, quite frankly. Not. But, um, if Jefferson doesn't look like he's playing, so Addison could be a decent play in this one. Um, you mentioned it. Who the hell knows uh what this running back for? I wouldn't play either nothing out of this running back situation. No. Um, and you know, again, DJ Moore, you know, do you play him? I mean, he's definitely flex worthy, low end receiver too. Could, but the great thing about DJ Moore is he does have always the potential to be a wide receiver one all day long if he yeah. has a couple big bombs to him. Um, and you know, like you mentioned, TJ Hawkinson is always a smash start, especially with Josh Dobbs. They have a nice, good connection there. Um, I absolutely love that one. And Cole Komet, I don't even know, I think he's hurt, whatever, he's up and down. I wouldn't yeah. play him either. Got no confidence nope. at all. None. All right. Well, we talked about the whole slate of games. We gave you some guys we like and don't like. Try to give you some advice. Again, go to tssfantasy.com. Got some rankings on there. Now, that's all your starters, but we didn't talk a lot about your flexes. And the reason why, it's got my boy Bandy in the house. You know, he's a fourth and flex podcast. He's here to give you the flex starts of the week. Welcome back to Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. Let's hop right on in. First coming up, we got guy from the Vikings, man, that offense is trying to find their way a little bit. Ty Chandler is finding his way down the field. Throw Ty Chandler into your flex spot this week. 
Moving on to the next guy on our list. He's over on the Bills. Stefan Diggs, man, having a couple rough weeks. You know who's going to be bouncing back and doing a good thing over there? It's Gabe Davis. <laughs> Gabe Davis, man. He's a guy I'm seeing on waivers in some leagues. You can throw this guy in your flex spot this week for sure. Moving on to the last guy on this list. Joe Burrow is out. T. Higgins, out. Look, there's somebody's got to step up and help Jamar Chase do his thing. It's going to be Tyler Boyd. <laughs> Tyler Boyd in the flex spot this week. Get you, get it going. Guys, for more fantasy football advice and much, much more, check out your boys on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working out. You can tell this week, Vanny's like, man, I got to get this shit done right quick. Let me <laughs> I love it. I appreciate you, Vanny. All right. Well, Lou, I really appreciate are my friends here who decided to come in and join me tonight. Let's kick it to you guys real quick. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all of your great content. Right here. We'll be doing uh, Wake and Rake Sunday morning at 9 Eastern, 8 Central for about two hours or until we get sick of it. Or you get sick of us, and then uh, find us over at patriotsportsnow.com. Awesome, indeed, Chris. Where can you got some individual you want to plug? Where can we get you at? Or you know, where where are you at usually? Where can we plug yourself? You can find me over on X slash Twitter. I don't know what what are the kids calling it now. X, it's still twitter.com, whatever. At PSR producer, come get all my fucking phenomenal political takes. I'll keep it. No, baby, he will. Yeah, it's great. Love political talk. Yay. All right. No, um, yeah. Find us there. Also find us over on Rumble. We do uh we, we have the same channel over on Rumble. We got Wake and Rake over there. Um, all kinds of shows. We get crazy. That's all if that's only if you're a real American. Um, David, we'll see you on Sunday as well, my friend. We appreciate you. Genius. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. All right, guys. Well, we are out for the evening. Don't forget, check us out. Wake up with us early on Sunday. Um, we're gonna get go through with some fantasy friends of mine. We'll get you get some great betting stuff with Ariel. We got lots of great content, so make sure you check us out on Sunday morning. And then, as Eric mentioned, stick and stay right here. You got Wake and Rake um, that comes on right after, so we'll get you fully prepped for all the Sunday action. We appreciate all of you. I hope all of you enjoyed your Thanksgiving with your friends and family. We love and appreciate you, and we are out.